is February 15th. It is 10 minutes to 3 in the morning. And it is your dear old host Shift's four-year celibacy anniversary right now. Today, right now. Uh, and I, uh, I just got off the phone. I got a call from a dear loved one who is having uh quite a psychedelic experience this evening and uh was in a bit of a hole and needed some anchoring to climb out some leverage so yeah i got a phone call at one in the morning and uh just had a, a lovely time going in and out of many directions and um and vibes uh, and I, I have a, a number of things to say. I had been recording another episode, and I'm late getting this week's episode out. I'm la- Again, this is the second week in a row I'm late. These episodes come out on Sunday, and it is Monday, right? And they come out Sunday at midnight. They come out, like, they're out all day on Sunday. So, for the second week in a row, I don't have it out. Last week, I kicked myself a lot. I was really bummed coming up on Sunday, and I was like, oh no, I'm not going to get it together. And I really was like, let me try. I, I just, it's, I've been working so much on different parts of different projects. I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of pans on the stove. Uh, I've got a lot of bananas in the basket. Um, I've got a lot of, uh, um, (laughs) whatever, I'm done. I'm done with my stupid metaphors. I'm just really fucking busy right now. And, uh, some of it is in effort to get some, uh, like some gas in the engines for another thrust, uh, with this podcast. So I have three episodes in edits. One of them, the one that was supposed to come out yesterday, uh, there was some technical issues in editing. The file is fine. Everything is fine with it. It's just going to take us longer to pull it together. So, uh, yeah, I just want to say a few things, I guess. The episode I was working on before, I had been talking about some stuff. I'm going to I'm gonna synthesize it a different way, though. Um the concept is I've just been I've just been mulling over that I have a lot of people in my life who I uh, want to engage with and work with um, on different levels. I feel I feel that relationships, situationships that are regular, uh, you know, they're all work. Uh, they're all labor. If they're, you know, I guess they don't have to all be. Uh, for me, they are, and that's just, I think, some people's, some people's way, some people's life. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, um, it's just an interesting thing. I'm just noticing, like, a lot of people have extraordinary capacity to uh, to do some kind of thing that they love to do and and fear like they're just so afraid of it uh at the same time and some of them some of them professionalize it and some of them make it a hobby but uh this thing 
you know, this this kind of this fear thing causes them to limit it in some way. And I guess a theme that I'm seeing um, in in other people, but also like in the past, when I look at myself, when I've been in places where I'm limiting myself uh, because of because of a fear and anxiety. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really just like. I just find that uh, that when that when that kind of dynamic is at play, it, it seems to it seems to be, and I don't know if this is like a correlation or a, ca- a correlation or a causation or me just making up some bullshit, but I think that that function uh, it. It maybe makes it really like you know accessible to conjure up the notion that uh, I'm not good enough for whatever it is that I'm doing, whatever it is that I'm approaching in my life, because it's never it never is good enough the things I'm doing. But that doesn't mean I'm not necessarily it's like it's it's a complex thing the things we do and the things we are and what we what we see of ourselves in them where our identity ends and our doings begin sort of stuff um but ultimately that thing of like i'm not good enough like we'll get really clever and come up with like a million different ways to manifest the expression of the ways to say that uh, about ourselves it's been slowed down significantly in my life. That's the only reason that I'm still a disembodied voice in the internet for you right now. Uh, I um, I just I just went ahead and and showed up anyway, even though I wasn't good enough. And the first episodes uh, will say so. My disclaimer at the beginning is different than. Uh, the end of season one and then season two the theme song changes but yeah at the beginning I uh, I didn't feel ready I didn't feel equipped um, I felt uh, abandoned I felt alone I was supposed to have a different trajectory going for the program and things in my social life fell apart pretty hard when the uh, the DNC enacted its VP fuckery psychological warfare campaign on the American public and the greater world. Uh, Yeah, my whole life fell apart in September. Um, And uh, a lot of people left my life very quickly because I became very angry and uh, afraid all the time. And what I was afraid of was people casually bumping into my wounds, which were very large considering the dynamic of what was happening around me. Um, I could not tolerate anything that remotely indicated I could not tolerate anything that remotely indicated a slight celebration 
of anything involving this democratic administration moving towards any amount of White House that was intolerable to me emotionally. And like people, I think it's funny because everybody's like, well, it's politics, everybody's emotional. And I cannot express how how outrageously untenable my psychological state was given the amount of triggers that I had going on. Given the amount of people that were throwing pebbles in my minefields specifically after I would ask them not to. Specifically after I told them that I had no capacity to deal with hearing them celebrate anything about any of it. And that it just left me in a vulnerable position. It left me open for shots, whether I expressed a boundary or not. And ultimately, what ended up seeming to make the most sense was uh, cutting people off. Uh, or um, or creating uh, such a hostile, salty environment of truth that they left on their own. Many never to return again. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't blame them. Um, I am looking at Frankie Mead's picture right now. And if you do not know who Frankie Mead is, I'm not getting into it now. I talked about him a lot in season one. Uh, in the beginning of season one. And um, I guess I just want to get back to the point of uh, I'd been mulling over like vibes around um, you know being 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 adequate I suppose. Um, and thinking about different things like different like ways that I tell stories about myself not being good enough. Like I got a I got a whole thing about that I'm I'm bad with deadlines in general. Like I just can't handle them and uh like it is especially ones I set for myself that um you know I really just I really just have them to you know I just have them to trip over them and need to ask for an extension. And it's not entirely true. It's a pretty realistic thing to say about myself. But the narrative that I put around it, the narrative I usually pack around it, is pretty unforgiving and pretty much like, like you know, throws uh, like tentacles deep into my fucking everything else. You know, like it just doesn't, it doesn't actually speak accurately. It doesn't speak to scale of itself, uh, the the way that I describe it. Um. I guess I just I've I've been dealing with enough of my own shit and uh like enough situations of like what I would say are like people people blowing holes in our ships because they are afraid that like I think they're not good enough or they just think they're not good enough. It doesn't matter what I think. Um and yeah, I don't know. I just I deal with a lot of powerful people and I 
I have a vibe that there's a there's a faction of powerful people listening. I think there's actually several factions of powerful people listening to this show. Um, and uh, I've spoken before about my definition of God, but for all intents and purposes in this conversation, I will reiterate it. My definition of God is great organizing dynamic. And... Uh, yeah, I guess I was just thinking about like being an anxious God. I was talking to somebody else and I was referring, referring to somebody else as an anxious God. Uh, and how, um, you know, first of all, it's like, like people be all like, uh, you know, using words like omniscient and infallible to talk about God. But like, at the very least, the stories all go that God or the gods made humanity. And like, I don't know of a single story where any of those gods are happy with humanity in them. So I don't know about omniscient and fallible being applicable. It seems like a gaslight. Uh, that's cool, though. Whatever. Um, the point is a uh, great organizing dynamic, you know, demigod whoever you are, y'all out there, uh, like anxious gods, uh, they be making some messes. Like they be making some messes when they're not a accountable for their anxieties and, and doing something with it. Like there's plenty of instances where gods are anxious and they're like mulling shit over and do something effective with that shit. But then, you know, the times where the anxious guy's going to just dive into the anxiety, especially when it's about something about their self-worth. Uh, those those wars are always like other level, regardless of the mythological engine that you're in. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think um, I think it's just worth noting that anybody listening to my program this far into 2021 is, uh, dare I say, good enough. And I don't know what that means. I think that metric means, I think it probably means like closer to the same thing in all of us than we think. Uh, like, you know, if people think about that kind of thing. But I think of all the things that, that people have to try to relate about, that's probably one that uh, at least for anybody who experiences it, is, uh, you know, pretty much the same thing with different filters on it. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to leave it there and call that the episode. Uh, we're going to have more bonus episodes coming up soon. If you want to give me a four-year celibacy gift, you can do that on Cash App. I am shift I A M S H I F T or on on Venmo. This is more complicated. So if you insist upon Venmo, I I wasn't gonna give my Venmo out and then people were like, give me a Venmo out. Like, all right. It's if it will give me money. If it will give me I'll give you my Venmo. Uh it's Lucifer at Lucifer is shift. That's L U C I F E R. O U S Lucifer O U S Shift that's all one word dash M A N N E E Manny 
Luciferous Shift Dash Mini. So that's a place you can send me dollars so I can buy myself some nice food today. Uh, yeah, I think, um, I think I'm good enough. That's been the point of this celibacy thing. I was like, let me date myself for a minute. I have no idea who this messy bitch is. I got to figure out who this bitch is. Keep messing up my life. Who the fuck are you? And uh, it's been good. It's been hard. It's been a ride. I will be talking about it more in future episodes, probably. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, it's uh, it's optional. It's something that I do because I want to. Uh, and it could change any time I also want to. But it seems to be a pretty fucking solid-ass idea. Uh, it's definitely been good to me. Like, this time has been good to me. It's been, it's been a challenge. It's been many challenges. That's a lie. It hasn't been a challenge. It's been a host. It's been a legion of fucking challenges. As a matter of fact, I was talking earlier today about how sometimes my demons, I'll be like, oh, shit. I got this one under control. I've tamed it. I figured out some tricks. I've got some hand commands. It likes me. Most of the time I can tell when it's in a mood and I know what it likes when it's in a mood and whatever, you know, and then I'll like get it, you know, all bathed and brushed and it's down in its little bed or whatever. And all of a sudden I go and turn around. And I'm like, when in the fuck did that bitch have a bunch of a bunch of demon pups? What the fuck? And it just happens. And then I got to learn how to herd those. And they always getting into things. They can climb everything. They also chew everything. They scratch everything. They're the worst of cat dogs when they're, when they're tiny. Uh, you know, they all want to sleep in the bed. They all want to poop and pee everywhere. It's terrible. It's terrible. Demon, demon pups. I don't know, man. Demon puppins. They're no good. That's, I don't know. I'm making up a new thing here. I'm trying a new thing on. And, uh... I don't know. I get whatever. Join the Patreon. Uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. Um, and, uh, you know, support my snacks. That's that's a better time. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I do know. That's why I have a show, right? That's why we're listening to me, right? Uh, yeah. Bye. We'd like to thank our patrons on Patreon and everyone who's bought our merchandise. Find the links to all that stuff and our social links on goodmorningmayberry.com. We've got closed captioned episodes on YouTube. Subscribe, listen, and rate us on all the podcast spots. If you're wondering who we are, we is me and my demons. And you can join the Legion by following our Tumblr, Twitter, or Instagram, jumping on the Patreon, or just buying one of our shirts and wearing that around, drinking the tears of whoever you like the least uh, out of one of our mugs. And uh, coming back and checking out the next episode. I'm Shift. And always remember to never forget. The relationships, situationships that are regular, you know, they're all work. Uh, they're all labor. Uh, for me, they are. And that's just, I think some people's some people's way, some people's life. It's just an interesting thing. I'm just noticing like a lot of people have extraordinary capacity to do some kind of thing that they love to do and, and fear.